Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Goodison Park. New manager, same old story for Everton in the League Cup. My name is Paul Wheelock and welcome to the post-game podcast to look back on the Blues' Carabao Cup third round defeat at home to Southampton this evening. The Blues exited the competition after going down 4-3 on penalties to their Premier League rivals as a hugely disappointed and frustrated Goodison Park. To pick the bones out of the performance and manager Marco Silva's decision to make seven changes to the side that started the weekend win over Fulham, you will first hear from our Everton FC reporter Adam Jones. You will then get the verdict of our sports editor, Dave Prentice. And you'll then hear the thoughts of Blues supporter Rob Astle, who I spoke to after the game. And the podcast rounds off with audio from Marco Silva's press conference after the match. The Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Well, the curse of the Carabao Cup continues for Everton. Knocked out on penalties at home against Southampton. And I think the thing that will greet the most with everyone listening and with me as well is that it seems to be the same mistakes that keep knocking Everton out of this League Cup. I mean, I'm not sure when a manager is going to realise that playing his strongest side in a competition like this is going to be of massive benefit. I thought tonight might have been the case, but of course not, it wasn't. Uh, seven changes Marco Silva made coming into this game and asking him after the match in the in his post-match press conference, he had he had his reason for it. You know, he said that these players were, you know, Premier League players. You've got the likes of Cenk Tos and Morgan Schneiderlin coming into this lineup. They were in the first team not just a few weeks ago, of course. But the problem is you've you've just had a a side beat Fulham pretty comfortably at home three nil. Uh, you're looking to build momentum in what it could be a big week just before the international break. You know you've got two home games before you know a, a quite a big game against Leicester. You know they're probably Everton's biggest contenders for that. You know breaking into that top six, but. You make seven changes, you instantly ruin that momentum. You can see it from the start. Everton just didn't have that sort of intensity, you know, the high pressing style that was really impressive, you know, first half against Arsenal, second half against Fulham. It was just non existent throughout large periods of this game. And, you know, you, br- you bring in the likes of Bernard and Luckman, I think, played very well, but then you you take him off Adam Ola Luckman in the second half. I'm I'm really baffled by that decision, especially with the fact that Richarlison didn't really play all that well when he when he came off the bench. So there's just a lot of frustration that's gonna be the that's just gonna be the thing that sticks with Everton fans, and it it is really really disappointing because this is one of two competitions that Everton really could have won this season, and now it's down to one. The, the weight that Everton have had for a win in any competition, any for any taste of silverware, has been a disgrace. 
to be honest. We all know it's been since 1995 and, you know, tonight again, we've been resigned to the fact that it's going to continue and I think the, the frustration that Everton fans show that the final whistle is absolutely justified. The Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Well, it's just another disappointing night in the, uh, the League Cup for Everton. We've heard that many, many times before. Uh, penalty shootout defeat to Southampton, which uh, makes it sound like um, a bit of bad luck, uh, you know, sort of a bit of a lottery. But Everton can't really complain, to be honest. Uh, Marco Silva made uh, seven changes to his starting lineup, kept his defence largely unchanged. Uh, three of the four kept the clean sheets on Saturday. Once again, uh, gave up chances far too easily. And one was taken by Danny Ings on a stroke of half time. As a result, Everton were chasing the game. Um, some pie spots. I mean, uh, Bernard made a really classy, inventive debut. Adamola Luckman, uh, we saw him for the first time uh, since November in a starting uh, appearance and again looked bright. And uh, Everton got the equaliser five minutes from the end through Theo Walcott had been introduced as a substitute. But once again, looked you know, far from secure at the back. And when you're allowing chances like that uh, to go in, you're allowing goal scoring opportunities. It doesn't give you the luxury, really, uh, of you know, sort of defending the game. Um, big disappointment, like I say. Uh, but you know, so Marco Silva spoke afterwards quite you know positively about uh, what he'd seen. Um, defended his decision to make those changes. He said that a number of the players that came in were players that you could consider first-team players like Morgan Schneiderlin, like Cenk Tosin. Um, he kept Tom Davis in there, of course, as well. Uh, and the players that he did bring in were arguably the other uh, brighter performers, like Bernard and Luckman. But there are plenty of issues for him to address at the moment. And uh, that back four and that inability to keep clean sheets is probably uh, the most pressing priority at the moment. The Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Well, hi Rob. Thanks for joining us. Uh, like yourself, like myself, you've just got back from Goodison Park. What was your verdict on that tonight? Just another frustrating night in the League Cup for us, isn't it, mate? We've put up with this for quite a few years now. We've got we go out in these early rounds and we make too many changes and and we pay the price for it, don't we? Where would you say the blame lies tonight? Because, as you say, Marco Silva's made seven changes tonight. Or is it more the performance of the players who've come in and had a chance to impress and not really done that? I think it, I think it's a mix of both, really. You know, Marco Silva said earlier in the week he wasn't going to make too many changes, um, and there he is. He makes seven. You know, that's two thirds of your team. You know, we kept the same back two. Um, he kept Kenny in, but we expected Baines to come in. Um, but other than that, I didn't really expect much change, really. And you know, he, he puts Richardson on the bench, and you know, he's had basically like a month off for the three-game ban. You know, we should be ready to go. You know, playing in games like this, and, and obviously he's got one eye on on Leicester. But take this competition seriously. Yeah. And yeah. then from from Silver being to blame for that, you know, you, you've got to question some of the performances on the pitch. You know, I just don't think we Southampton have felt wanted a little bit more than us tonight. Um, we only kind of came alive really in the last ten minutes. We managed to, you know, get an equaliser and then luckily took took it to penalties. But it just seemed tough and puff all the way through. We didn't really make any any real headway. You know, there wasn't really any clear cut chance. I think Luckman had one in the second half, which is you know the most clear cut one apart from the goal that we had. Other than that, we didn't really test the keeper. 
And it's disappointing, isn't it? Because I, I don't... Obviously, Marco Silva's a new manager. There's a lot of new players at the club. But as a fan, can you explain how desperate, you know, Evertonians are to, to let alone win silverware? But the League Cup itself, you know, as you as you said then, it's a, it's a trophy that's uh, eluded Everton. But there seems to be a real opportunity to win it in, in this year and in the years gone by. Look, mate, it's the easiest opportunity to Wembley every single year. You know, the, the finals end of February, early March. You know, you, you can have a trophy on board, you know, on board, but you know, there's still still a quarter of the season left to play. You know, what does that does to confidence? You know, you know, no no bounds. We've waited 25 years for a trophy, and you know, we're not going to win the league. We're not going to finish in the Champions League spots. So let's go for the two, you know, the two cups that we can win. You know, go for strength each time instead of instead of messing around like like that, like like we did tonight. And we, you know, we we seem to do it every year. You know, we mess around with the team far too much in games like this, and and we come unstuck all the time. Yeah, it's, there's been a lot of talk on the Royal Blue podcast, and obviously Ian's view from the Gladys Street about being positive, being negative among the fan base. But I don't know about you, mate, but I thought tonight the the fans were were getting behind the team even when it wasn't going right on the pitch. And you know, towards the end, it was probably the best atmosphere at Goodison so far this season. Is that does it take a bit of a you know? Is that hard to take it even more so that you know? Even more so, mate. Yeah, even more so. You know. Don't get me wrong, I think I thought the first half was a little bit flat in terms of atmosphere, but that was just an nature of the game itself. But then the second half, obviously, we, we were chasing the game, we need to get back in it. We got right behind them, you know, we, I think there was a bit a bit going on between the, the Southampton keeper and um, their number five, um, between them and the crowd. You know, we got behind them, and then, it, you know, you think there's enough quality in our team that once we took its penalties, to, you know, to put five decent penalties away. And. Uh, we, we go and do that and then you you, you, you you know you saw yourself after the final whistle but it was just stone silence you know there was no clapping there was no and rightly so you know what I mean we let down tonight you know we, we try and say don't overreact too much in a, in a season of transition but when you put up with that you know it's tough to uh, it's tough to take yeah and I think everyone said that it's going to be uh a bit of a patience job, isn't it, for Marco Silva? It's going to take time to, to build the squad. But do you think that kind of honeymoon period might be over after tonight for them? Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I think the honeymoon period was over once we got beat at West Ham, to tell you the truth. I think, you know, I think a lot of people's eyes were open then of, of how far this squad needs, uh, you know, the limitations of this squad and, you know, how far it can be taken and, you know, where we do need improvements. But I think what it has done, it's highlighted, you know, that, Again, this squad is far, far, far from complete, and they've got a lot to learn. And it is still a season of transition, and you know, but it's games like this. You know, this was the perfect opportunity tonight to get another win on the board and get confidence going into the Leicester game, and then an international break. And we've got to start all again now and pick ourselves up and try and get try and get three points at a really tough place to go. And I just think it's hard for us to. To keep, you know, to it's hard for us to get not get behind them, but in games like this, we need to be, yeah. you know, having a proper go and, and winning them. Really, this is a poor Southampton team. Don't forget, this is a team who, who are probably going to be fighting relegation. Um, and it just so happens the two worst teams at the minute in the Premier League. But you probably argue that Southampton are one of them, and West Ham have come in. They've got to come away with wins. It's typical, us, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> kickstarted their season. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, Rob, thanks very much for talking to us. Not the easiest night to do it, mate. And uh, I'm sure we'll hear you on uh, View from the Gladys Street again very soon. You will do, mate. No problem. The Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. 
disappointing night in the end for you there. Sorry, can you repeat? A, a disappointing night in the end for you. Uh, yes, uh, of course it's a disappointing result for us. Uh, disappointing like uh, we finished the, tonight uh, the our match um, because we, we had a clear goal in the, the competition to play the next, the next round. Uh, we prepared the match in this way, of course. Um, and of course, we, the, when we achieved the 1-1 the and close the end of the match, uh, even after we created a fantastic chance to score the second one, and after was the, the penalties to, to decide the, the, what the team goes, goes through in the, the competition in that moment. They show more uh, more competence than us because for me, penalties is not just just lucky or unlucky. It's something more. In that moment, they 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 score more goals than us. And were you particularly disappointed with a player of Richarlison's quality to not hit the target? Sorry. Were you disappointed that a player of Richarlison's quality um, didn't hit the target with his penalty? No, is that if the players they are. Kicking that the penalties because I took that uh, that decision. I don't want to kill. When you win, we win together. If you don't go through, um, it's together as well. It's not to put the excuses in one player or the other because they they, they miss the penalty during the match. We we missed some chances as well and clear chance to score more goals and we didn't score. Did any of the players that you brought in uh, particularly impress you tonight? I'm thinking of perhaps Bernard and Adimara Luckman that had their first starts and both I thought looked right. Do you agree? Yes, of course. These uh, we prepared the, the match to to win, and um, when I took the decision to to start with uh, with uh, Bernard and Theo because I believe to, sorry the, and Luckman because I believe that they will perform in this way. They are different than Richardson and Theo. Theo and Richardson they are more more fast players, more they play. Yes, ball more in the back. The our opponent, normal Lukman and the Bernard, they play more between the lines. They like to to keep the possession. They they have um, different moments. They decide in a different way as well. But they both they perform well. They need minutes, of course, and was an important moment to give these minutes to to them. I think they they perform well um, and they show what they are doing in the, in the training. Marco, do you think it was the right decision to make as many changes as you did? Thanks much. Yes, I don't have doubts when I prepare the match. If I have doubts and if I have not be sure about, I don't do. I think, of course, we we play the last uh, last Saturday. Of course, we play now uh, Tuesday and we will play the next Saturday as well. Um, I try to keep some consistent when I start with the our backline. Played the last match, we start with the three and started with the Leighton Bands for him. It's he played many, many times in this competition, and we did the hour, the hour shirt many, many years as well. I think it's normal. Normally, change the goalkeeper in this competition. It's normal that that change. We keep Tom. Normal Morgan is one play, cool play in our starting eleven. Normal situation. He started the season. Um, even Schenk, normal is the starting eleven player. If you see, the only change really we we did and really new is the three players behind the striker. Was Kieran, okay? Was Kieran and the two wingers. I think every. Everyone uh, agree with me that the wingers they did very well, and Kieran he tried. He gave some in some moments. He gave good things for us. He's a, a player needs to play more. But at the end, if you see, I can repeat more or less the same the same eleven the, the the next match because it's not a big. I understand the question. At the end, will be six or seven, 
at all of them or they are playing because Schenk is normal starting 11 player Morgan or, or again a normal one or, or the other player as well the really new things we put on the on our starting 11 was the two the, the two wingers and the, the player behind the striker this is my opinion I think you you have to agree with me okay you left like, three of the uh, four defenders the same from Saturday with the captain clean sheets were you happy with the way they performed do you think the signs of the defense is settling down it's something important, important for me. They, they know, they know what is our expectations uh, about this, uh, this situation. How it's important for us to, to be compact and to don't give them easy chance for our opponent. To be clear with you, in that first goal, we had to, to do different, clear different. We have to be more, more aggressive, and uh, because at the end we. We are in a good shape when they start to go one against one with uh, with Kenny. We are, in, we are in the good shape in that moment. We have to be more aggressive in that moment with two against one on the side. And even when the player receives on the box, we have to be more aggressive in that moment. This lack of aggressiveness clear in that uh, our defensive moment in the first goal we consider. The goal we consider. Richarlison's done very well for you, but any concerns that, that his miss could affect his confidence in front of goal? Is he a strong character? It's not just him to, to, to miss the penalty. What I expect Richardson and uh, even Theo, uh, Moller, like if he lost the, the chance, he missed the chance as well. Uh, they will they will have all the, the our support to, to keep going, to looking forward. If something could happen for sure. Um wasn't the first moment when one good player missed one penalty in one kick penalty kicks decision. I think he's not the, for sure the first. We'll give the um, the support to them to to look forward and to play well the, the next match and to help the team to, to achieve good result. You've been listening to the Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.